We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app you're listening to the dana and parks podcast on kmbz i'm walking on air yeah baby yes Good to be with you guys on this uh, President's Day Monday afternoon. Hope everybody's doing well. Story here from the New York Post. A Kansas City Chiefs fan who was detained at the team's Super Bowl victory parade has spoken out to clear his name after social media users wrongfully identified him as one of the gunmen in the deadly shooting that broke out during the festivities. Quoting here from Denton Loudermill, who was a father from Olathe. He was photographed. You guys have all seen the picture. This red sweats guy? Yep. Got it. Uh, Surrounded by police officers, quote, I was just enjoying myself like everybody else. I just want to clear my name. I had nothing to do with anything. I was just enjoying myself, but other than that, I was out there not to harm anybody. I was just there for the parade. He did say he had several drinks, was detained for being intoxicated, and not moving away from the crime scene. Okay. Okay, did you also hear that someone was charged because they picked up one of the guns? Yes, I saw that. Sam, can you feel the—he's on the phone. Hang on. Help me understand. This was someone, I believe, from Wichita, who I believe had nothing to do with the shooting. I I don't understand why the gun was picked up, but was charged just for picking it up. So were they picking it up trying to remove it, trying to kick it out of the way? I saw that and I thought, oh my gosh, this is why in the middle of mass chaos and panic, you don't want to be the one standing there with a gun. No. With 900 local, county, state, federal law enforcement. You can kick the gun away, but you can't pick it up. You cannot pick it up. Uh, Last week, we, uh, I believe it was on Friday, we had some sad news. Will you remind everybody about the sad news that we reported uh, late last week? There was a, a coach who had died from West Nile virus. Unbelievable. Blue Valley um, Southwest, I believe. And a couple of friends reached out, and I saw this on um, Twitter, that he had passed after a pretty lengthy battle with West Nile. Because right now you're thinking like, there aren't mosquitoes right now. And somebody said, no, 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 no. He's been very sick. For a long time, Coach Leck was a beloved head coach of the boys' basketball team. And I want to say he was sick for six or seven months. Yeah, let's bring in Dr. Dana Hawkinson with the University of Kansas Health System. Uh, Dr. Hawkinson, it's it's been a minute. Uh, It's it's good to hear your voice again. 
Hi. You know, thanks for having me on. It's great to hear uh, your voices and talk with you. It's horrible circumstances and tragedy, but maybe we can we can help educate and keep people is, safe. Here. Is West Nile virus still a thing? I thought I thought that was the way of bird flu and yeah. uh, other stuff that we don't hear about. Yeah, no, it very much is. It you know it came to the United States in 1999. It was a big uh, hubbub at that point. It's it's endemic now. It's in our populations. I would note that in July 2022, uh, KDHE issued a statement saying high risk for West Nile virus in four regions of Kansas. Uh, that did include the Northeast Kansas, so us here. And then later in September of 2023, just this past year, they had another press release saying all areas of of Kansas are high except for one one area. So um, it is prevalent in Kansas. It has been for a couple years. Um, and unfortunately, um, in, in 2023, there were in Kansas 66 cases uh, of, of, of diagnosed West Nile, but then 46 cases of neuroinvasive West Nile. And that is what can be very okay. dangerous in life. Dr. Hawkinson, I want you to say that again. In Kansas, you said 66 cases Mm-hmm. of West Nile, but then how many of those were invasive? Yeah, so uh, this is from the CDC data. From So for Kansas for 2023, there were 66 diagnosed cases. Okay. And of those, 46 were neuroinvasive disease. And that is, you know, um, that is the dangerous uh, that can sometimes lead to death. And to put those numbers in perspective, um, basically... One in five people get symptoms when they're infected with West Nile virus, and only one uh, in 150 to 250 get neuroinvasive disease. So, Because I was going to say to you, Dr. Hawkinson, you said to me there's 66 diagnosed cases and 46 of those are neuroinvasive. That is an enormous yeah. percentage. Yeah, and so what that tells me is a lot of people may have it. They may not have any symptoms at all, may have a few symptoms. Uh, but what that tells me is that the prevalence overall is much greater than we're actually testing for, that people just may not go get tested for it. And it's those most sick cases that are presenting to the hospitals for testing. Is it only transmitted by mosquitoes? Correct. There, there's no, uh, it, it's not tick-borne, it's mosquito-borne. Um, there's really no human-to-human transmission. I think in the past there has been some transfusion-related, but there is testing for blood transfusions. So blood transfusions are safe. So essentially it is mosquitoes to humans. Uh, there's really no human-to-human spread or really animal-to-human spread. So how, how do you know you have this <laughs> And when yeah. does it get critical to the point and what do the symptoms look like that you're starting to think like I need to call primary care or even, God forbid, go into the ER? Yeah, I mean, most symptoms are, are pretty general. And again, only one in four people will even have symptoms if they develop it. And mostly that might be fever. Um, you may have some other symptoms like uh, just feeling tired or some muscle aches. Um, but again, it's it's a not a large proportion of people that even have those symptoms. So most people probably walking around don't even know that they got infected with it. It's really that neuroinvasive disease that can present as meningitis or encephalitis. Those are central nervous system infections. So you're becoming confused or lethargic. You're not really interacting well. Um, or flaccid paralysis, uh, which your muscles kind of, you just lose control of your muscles and you're not able to, to control them. Severe muscle weakness, things like that. What is the treatment? So there is no treatment specifically. It is a supportive care 
Um, there have been some things that have been tried, like steroids and some um, immunoglobulin, but those aren't really proven. Basically, it is supportive care and hoping that your body recovers from it. And is there anyone more susceptible than others? Because you look at this coach and he's a healthy guy, young guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it is, you know, uh, it is certainly those people that are most at risk are the same people that are most at risk for severe COVID. And that is yeah the immunosuppressed, the elderly, those with underlying medical conditions like diabetes, um, things of that nature. So to hear about this and see this in this young, otherwise healthy person is certainly um, surprising and tragic. Doctor, I'm glad you brought up COVID, uh, if I may, for just a moment. I was on a Zoom meeting the other day, and there were 10 of us in there. We were just having a, a business meeting. Two of the 10 had COVID. My brother had COVID last week. Is it making a resurgence? You know, it's been pretty steady levels for the last month or two. Certainly, um, we know it's out there in the community, and we, we've all heard stories about friends who've had it at various times within the last, you know, four to six weeks, and I think it is still making the rounds. Overall, luckily, in the hospital, we've, we've seen a slight decline in the number of patients this week. Hopefully, that will decline will continue, um, but it is still the most prevalent respiratory virus out there circulating at this time. So I want to go back to West Nile and ask, what, I mean, yeah. what can one do uh, instead of being reactive to try and be preventative, except, you know, yeah. are we supposed to use DEET? Are we, I, I mm-hmm. still can't believe we're talking about the death of a young, otherwise healthy coach from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and something that we, we don't hear about all the time and that's been in the U.S. for, for over 20 years now. Yeah, you're exactly right. So I, I think this is a, a good time to educate, you know. Um, I certainly think that the climate situation has something to do with it, right? We are not having, besides these past, these last couple weeks where it was super cold, we haven't had the same winters that we have with the hard freezes for a prolonged period of time. Um, we've had the warmer weather. It's easier for the mosquitoes to um, to not die off as much. Yeah. So what is the biggest thing we could do? And this goes to ticks as well. So ticks um, also spread a lot of disease in, in our area. Um, we're not having the hard freezes. They're not dying off as much. Um, so certainly, just like you said, it, it is prevention. It is, um, you know, if we're talking about mosquitoes, it's wearing that good, um, that good insect repellent with DEET. Um, that will help protect you from getting bit uh, by the mosquitoes. And doing that, um, you know, especially in the evenings uh, when these most of these mosquitoes are biting um, at, at dusk and, and right at dawn, it's very important to, if you are out walking, wear mosquito spray um, to help prevent uh, to help prevent uh, getting bit by the mosquitoes. And the same thing goes for ticks. You know, that is also wearing light clothes or long clothes, so that will help protect as well. Wearing the bug spray, all of these things will help protect you from getting, um, is, you know. Yeah. Is, is, is West Nile one of those things, Dr. Hawkinson, that by the time it gets bad enough that you're looking for help, it's too late? I mean, that almost seems like there's a hmm. tipping point here. Yeah, it, you know, it, that's kind of what it's like for... What we're talking about when we talk about the neuroinvasive disease, so the encephalitis and the meningitis, that's yeah. infection in your spinal fluid. By that time, yeah, you are looking to get to a facility to, number one, get diagnosed because you probably don't know what it is. There still are other things that, that cause those types of symptoms as well, but get it diagnosed and get that supportive care, um, which is 
all the care in the hospital that you get with IV fluids and a ventilator if you need it and, and things of that nature because there is no specific antiviral treatment for West Nile but virus. Does it mask as flu-like symptoms? I mean, I'm wondering if that's why people take so long to get help because your first thought isn't going to be, I have West Nile. Your first thought is going to be, I have a virus. I probably got the flu or whatever. Right. The vast, vast, vast majority of people that have symptoms are going to have just, you know, maybe a fever for a couple of days. They may have some, again, some muscle aches, maybe some headache, but they're not going to be very sick. Um, they could have some nausea and vomiting, abdominal pain as well. But again, these symptoms are so um, generic that you, it, it could be anything as well. And so most people will have those things. There's probably a lot of people that have some of those symptoms today. They don't have West Nile virus. And so it is hard, but it's when it gets to the other point of now you're having changes in, in your mentation or you're confused or you're not waking up as much, things like that, that then it's, it's time to, to go to the hospital. But there's really no other thing other than to just monitor your symptoms. Dr. Dana Hawkinson with the University of Kansas Health System. Always appreciate your expertise and your time. Thank you, sir. Yeah, thank you. Be, well. Be safe. Be safe. Good to hear your voice, doctor. Uh, by the way, and, and I have a possum that lives in my backyard. Okay. And I know that possums are not the best-looking creatures on the planet. They are perfectly harmless, and the average possum eats 5,000 ticks a week. They Let's do, have at it. They, Let them out. They do not carry rabies, and they eat ticks. So when you see a possum in your backyard at night, leave them alone. They're actually protecting you. Dana Wright, Sam Stevie Third. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. NASA is seeking applicants who are willing to participate in its next simulated one-year Mars surface mission to help inform the agency's plans for human exploration of the red planet. The second of three planned ground-based missions called CHIPIA. It's an acronym. CHIPIA is scheduled to kick off in the spring of 2025. What you do is you add water to the seeds and then it grows and you wake up and you're in space. Each CHIPIA mission involves a four-person volunteer crew living and working inside of a 1,700-square-foot 3D-printed habitat based at the Johnson Space Center in Houston. Mm -hmm. NASA is looking for healthy, motivated U.S. citizens or permanent residents who are non-smokers, 30 to 55. You have to speak English. Uh-huh. Applicants should have a strong desire for unique, rewarding adventures and interest in contributing to NASA's work. Uh, and not a fear of dying. You're on the ground. You're not going into space yet. Still would worry I was dying. Uh, compensation for participating in the mission is available. What? But what? not guaranteed. Uh, Depends on how going, well you do. Bro, if I'm going in there for a year, I'm getting paid. Is there plenty of leg room? 1,700 feet. No, that's not enough. There's a new pet. Chia. Chia pet. The pottery that grows. It's fun and easy. Soak your chia, spread the seeds, keep it watered, and watch it grow. And now grow a whole collection of fun with chia teddy bears. Puppies, kittens, rams, bulls. There's even a chia tree to keep, to your, keep pet your pet company. company. How do I remember that? Trees, the Scott, pottery that there's grows. even a chia tree to keep your pet company. Well, I mean, it's a living, breathing yeah. Hey. 
Is there an age limit? Yes, 30 to 55 is what they're looking for. Can you imagine showing up and being like, I'm here. This is NASA. I thought we were studying Chia Pets. Hmm. You wouldn't do it. How long have you known me? I've known you for a long time. Uh, Probably 20-something years. No. Okay. I'm not going to it was a rhetorical question. volunteer to do anything of the sort. I would do it if the compensation was guaranteed, but might be compensation at the end yeah, of what it. Is, what does that mean? <laughs> Sorry, you snored too loud. No money. You're out. You, you know what it reminds me of? The, the Truman Please Show. Please enjoy your parting gift, the Chia Pet, and a Chia Tree to keep your pet company. Doesn't it remind you of the, of the Truman Show? A little bit. Like we're going to put people in literally into a bubble. Yeah, only you know. I mean, the point of the Truman yeah, Show was he didn't, he didn't know. He didn't know. That's right. But I, I was watching on on the news this morning as they were cons- they were showing a fast forwarded uh, construction of this mini Mars place, and it's basically it almost looks like a maze. Oh, pet. <laughs> really, <laughs> with a bunch of rooms, and I, I'm just confused as to how this simulates Mars. Are we going to float? Well, I think it's simulating living in that confined space for an extended period of time. You're Go probably, to a prison. Have you? Well, no, no, no. <laughs> but you're not going to be growing your own food in the prison. Right. Yes, what was they the do. movie with Matt Damon, and I tried to read the book, and I left it on the airplane and never went back and read it? You know, where he's up there by himself, and he has to grow potatoes, and then they lose contact with him. Interstellar, is that what that was? Mm, let me look it up. That's what that sounds like. Uh, but yeah, it's just emulating hydroponics and how you're yeah. going to be able to create a sustainable system. Because uh, fun fact on Mars, Interstellar, you can't go yeah. outside. Well, you can, but you got to have- <laughs> once <laughs> for about a half a second, and then you just kind of float away. <laughs> no, oh, you implode. Never to be seen again. Thank you. Yeah, right. Hard bass. Turn into dust. No. <laughs> Where'd Scott go? Don't worry about it. <laughs> There's a lot of them out there. He is literally now one with the universe. <laughs> uh, Shaq is offering a warning to Jason Kelsey as the longtime Eagles center contemplates retiring from the NFL. Says Shaq on his podcast, my advice to you, if you are going to retire, accept it. Enjoy your family, my brother. Yeah. I made a lot of mistakes to where I lost my family and I didn't have anybody. That's not the case for you. So enjoy your beautiful wife. Enjoy oh. your beautiful kids. And never dwell on what we had. What we had is what we got. You got the ring. People know who you are. Enjoy it. Because, again, I was an idiot. And I've talked about it a long time. I lost my whole family. Mm. I'm in a 100,000-square-foot house all by myself. Wow. Wow. Could get a smaller house. That's your takeaway? Focus. Focus. Wow. Yep. Shaq initially filed for divorce from his wife, Shawnee, in 2007, but the divorce was called off less than a year later. Then his wife, Shawnee, filed for a separation in 2009, and that divorce was finalized in 2011. Did Jacques Vaughn get fired? He, Jacques Vaughn was fired uh, today by the Brooklyn Nets. That is I correct. love him. Why? Well, you don't he's want to He's a national things. treasure. He, he's a local treasure. No, he's a national treasure. No, he's a uh, When we get back, can we spend just a little bit of time talking about Scott Pollard and the absolute sure. importance of donating your organs? You cannot take them with you. Amen. I hope if you ride a motorcycle, you wear a helmet, but if you don't, please be an organ donor. Okay. Scott Pollard, over the weekend, got his heart. Mm-hmm. And it was a one in a million shot he would get it. We'll tell you why when we come back.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right. Very rarely on this program do I have to stop and draw a diagram. See, this is not fair. <laughs> this is not fair. Over, yeah, an, what? over an argument about one of the simplest, what I thought was a traffic law, one of the simplest traffic suggestions soon to be law that I've ever tried to explain to Scott. What was this diagram? What? It's it's she, a PowerPoint, Sam. Okay, no, okay. She, she explained it very well in written diagram. In verbal explanation, she couldn't have been more vague. So the Kansas Highway Patrol and the Kansas Department of Transportation are praising a Senate bill for its altering, quote, move over law to cover all vehicles along Kansas roads. This is the difference because I already thought this was a law. So did I. Pretty I've, sure it is. I've always called it the move left law. Mm-hmm. That basically when you're on a highway and you see up ahead to the right shoulder a police car, fire, EMS, or a tow truck, you have the obligation to move left unless... You are flanked by a semi and you can't get and, and over. And to do so would yes, injure and yourself. Would, would do so would kill everybody. Right. But in that case, the semi should move one over left so you can move one over left. Yeah, you would think. Here is the difference from the KansasReflector.com today. Existing law limited the what I call move left law to police, fire, EMS, tow, and maintenance vehicles. Um, today, Kansas Highway Patrol Captain Candace Brashears speaks from experience about the danger of parking a cruiser on the side of the road perilously close to car and truck traffic. Quoting here from Captain Brashears, I have been struck by a semi. Mm. I would hate to see that happen, not only to emergency vehicles, but citizens of this state. Brashears said the Kansas Highway Patrol was committed to Kansas Senate bill amending the state law requiring motorists to move over or significantly slow down when passing police, fire, medical, tow, or road maintenance vehicles stopped on the side of the road with flashing lights deployed. Under Senate Bill 142, the safety mandate would now apply to all motorists stopped, stranded, or parked on the roadside 
and using caution signals, road flares, orange cones, reflector triangles, or any other warning sign of distress. If unable to move over a lane, the bill would require drivers to proceed, quote, with due caution at a speed acknowledging the life safety risk to people inside or outside the stopped car. I have no problem with this bill. I already thought it was a law like you like you did. I have practiced this for years. I thought when you were talking about move left, it was when like an ambulance or a police car was behind you coming down the road. Right. And I always just move over to whichever side I'm on. Most and clear out the center. Freeze. Stop and don't know what to do. Ask, any, ask yeah. any ambulance driver, paramedic EMS person. They will tell you how what percentage of drivers just go, ah, uh, uh, oh, I know there's someone behind me. I don't Why? know what to do. I, 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 don't I see them in my rearview. It's not very often, but. Listen to these numbers. It, when, when I do, I just pull over to the side of the road. This is literally shocking in a world that the word shocking is overused. Joel Skelly, the director of policy for the Kansas Department of Transportation, said stationary vehicles on the side of Kansas roads were involved in 700 traffic accidents during the past four years. Wow. 13 people were killed. 700 wow. traffic accidents. And do you know why? Um, I, I can think of a couple of reasons. Uh, people, people are on their phones. Yeah, they don't pay, they're not paying attention would be my first go. And then you look up and you're drifting well, over to the shoulder. You have people on, on their phones. You have people who are eating, people who are drunk or high. Dumb. And, yeah, people who are just dumb. Uh, by the way, Scott, I read it in this story that it was already a law to where you had to move over for an emergency vehicle, a yeah. tow truck, anything like that. This is now everybody else. Correct. So if just Marge is pulled over on the side of the road with her flashers on, you can be ticketed. I think it's a $75 fine for the it, first it infraction. Is, yes. What, like a $1,000 fine or seven fifty for but, the second? But it, it certainly is subjective, is it not? Uh, trying to figure out if somebody has the ability to move over to the left. I mean, what you would consider a safe distance to get over, I may not. But if you're paying attention, you see that car. Here's the other reason you move left. You don't know if the person in that car that is having distress for whatever reason flings open their driver's side door with a large sedan, Mm -hmm. and now you've crashed into their door. Have you not? You've seen the videos over the years of the Kansas Highway Patrol people struck. Oh, sure. And survived, Mm -hmm. but struck. What, what What if they're pulled over on the left? Move over to the right. Well, that, the um, law is called move over to the left. No, that's what Dana calls the law. Oh. Um, <laughs> you're supposed to break down on the right if you can. Move over a lane or significantly slow down if you cannot. Okay. This has to already be law in Missouri. No more buzz in the tower. It is a law in most <laughs> states. Did you just negative ghost rider. drop a buzz the tower <laughs> on us? Negative ghost rider. That pattern is full. In most states, it is already a law that you have to move over for emergency vehicles. Okay. Um, and also, I, I would love to hear this hour from our tow truck drivers. This is something they have been screaming about again and again and again. Um, there are so many deaths across the country every year well, for tow truck drivers that are pulled over to help you. Mm-hmm. And then somebody comes up and around and, and the tow truck driver has to get out, obviously, to hook your car up. Something I've noticed when, when I have seen people pulled over. Uh, with more and more frequency. And if I was a police officer, this is exactly what I would do. I don't care how many people are in the car. If if we're on a busy road like Shawnee Mission Parkway or one of the interstates, whatever, if you pull over to the right, when I get out of my car, yeah. I'm coming to the passenger window. 
And that's where I say, hi, do you know why I pulled you over? Can I get your license and registration? Okay. And I say, I'm guilty. I did it. I'm guilty. Just but, give but me the ticket. At least I'm doing it from your right window, not your left, where I, I stand a chance of getting killed. But if I they know. plow into the back of the vehicle, you're still safe. No, you're a sitting duck, mm, yeah. honestly. Well, uh, it sounds into, to me. If you're on the right side of the car and they plow into the back. Scott, you, you had mentioned the subjectivity of this. It sounds to me like this is more a law that they need if they see it on the off chance. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Driving down the middle of I-70 sure. in the middle of Kansas. You know, maybe they want a Kansas two-step you. They need a reason to pull you over. All right. I knew you, someone you, was going to bring you, that back around. We are not talking about that listen, right now. Top Gun, you're bouncing all over the map yeah. today. <laughs> the unconstitutionality of the Kansas two-step does not belong in oh, a conversation about move. I know they are. Nor, nor does, Dirty dogs. Nor does the greatest movie of all time, Top Gun. But somehow you figured a way to get both in. I'm actually kind of impressed. I'm not mad. Uh, I would love to hear from our tow truck drivers, and I know we have lost um, a couple of drivers locally over the past couple of years. God, one of them was so young, Scott. 20, mm-hmm. 2021. Well, they all are. A lot of them 913-586-7798. Are. And are we just long overdue um, for folding all traffic into these laws? Uh, don't forget, you can check out the podcast, the Dating Parks podcast, available anytime you want, anywhere you go. Just go to KMBZ.com. Thought it was already a law. Kansas lawmakers codifying a bill that if you see somebody pulled over on the side of the road, you got to go left. Or at least slow down as much as you can if there's no way you can get over. That doesn't just involve the police. That involves a stranded motorist. That involves, thank God, tow truck drivers, uh, ambulance, fire crews, whatever. You've, if you can, you have got to get over to the left. Now, obviously, if they're pulled over on the left, you got to get over on the right. And there should be plenty of time because if you're paying attention and you see something with flashers on up ahead, you either slow down to let the car next to you go past so you can move one over left or you speed up to go around. Or critical words you just used. If you're, you're paying, paying attention. attention. Dylan in Topeka, 586-7798. Hello, Dylan. Hey, how's it going? We're doing well, man. Thank you for asking. So, I mean, unfortunately, Missouri's already passed the slow down, move over thing. And within Missouri, we've got red and blue lights on all of our tow trucks. And people just still don't pay attention. They don't move over. Like, it's, it's bad. Like, a lot of us, not all of us, but a lot of us now, if we see other guys picking up cars on the side of the interstate, we'll stop and we'll light up to make sure that they don't get hit. Even for companies that you don't work for. Exactly. Good for yep. you guys. For you. Have you ever been struck or close? Fearful for your life? Uh, nature of the beast doing this job. They say towing is a lifestyle and a career. So either you get it or you don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you didn't answer, answer the question. Have you almost been hit? Uh, no. Thankfully, no. Okay. Well, thank, thank you for what you do. Thank you for the call, my friend. No problem. Be well. Uh, by the way, very quickly, I'm just going to mention this because it was, if you live in my neighborhood, it was everywhere. Uh, there was an incident at the Quick Trip in Western Shawnee. Uh, it was a rolling gun battle that ran all the way from Leavenworth down to Shawnee. Good God. They went into the Quick Trip not far from my house. Uh, this is the Quick Trip near Woodland. 
Yeah, let's commit mass crime and then go into the one place that has better surveillance than the CIA. They wanted to be caught on 4K. Uh, they went in at 11 o'clock. Uh, police were notified of a robbery. Officers arrived. They were notified of shots fired inside of the building, inside the quick trip. Good God. They engaged the armed suspect, and he has died. And, man, there were more cops out in Western Shawnee yesterday than I've ever seen in my life. If you want to get caught criming, do it at quick trip. Yep. Uh, women generally exercise less than men do, but new research suggests they, women, see a greater health benefit from exercise. A new study found that women who exercise regularly, at least two and a half hours of moderate exercise or 75 minutes of vigorous exercise per week. Oh, per week. I thought you were going to say per day. No. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, had a 24% lower risk of dying over the study period compared with women who did not exercise. 24%. I love that risk of dying. By contrast, men who exercised regularly were 15% less likely to die mm. than the men who did not exercise. Mm. So working out women is better for you than it is for us. Well, it's because working out can't fix dumb. Uh, there's a golf prodigy in the UK. And then I want you to explain the Jordan Spieth thing I, to I don't me in even a know minute. what to say about it, but I'll try. And then we'll get to Scott Pollard in the 4 o'clock hour. Yeah, we'll definitely do that in 4. Uh, a 7-year-old amateur golfer from the United Kingdom is planning to raise $125,000 for charity in honor of his late father. What a nice young man. Uh, George Hughes was just a year old when his dad, Dave, died following a heart transplant at the age of 32. The ambitious youngster who first picked up golf when he was just 18 months old says he plans to raise the cash by playing a round of golf in five different countries in less than 24 hours. Wow. Uh, so far, young George has raised $96,000 for the Freeman Heart and Lung Transplant Association in Newcastle, England. Well, I'll be darned. What a nice young man. Uh, where's he going to play? He's going to play in Scotland. Doesn't say. England, Wales... Those are not technically different countries, but I get your point. Yeah, okay. what's he just bouncing around the UK? Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Jordan Spieth, one of my favorite players in the world. What uh, happened? The 29-year-old shot two over for a 73 for the day. He shot a 73. Okay. His scorecard said 72, and he signed it. And every professional in that sport knows when you go into that clubhouse and you sit down there are computers everywhere there are people everywhere you have a caddy you have everyone looking over and helping you everyone knows that when you sign a scorecard if you sign a scorecard that is incorrect you're disqualified why do you have to i mean listen if this even was if 18... it's in the, even if it's in the the um opposite way of helping you does that make sense like it, it would detract from your score yes even if you sign something that says you shot a 73 when you really shot a 72, you are still disqualified. The numbers Why? have to match. Why? I mean, if this was 1920 or 1896, All I right. get it. But why do you have to keep that little pencil and that scorecard in your so back pocket? So everyone has come in to criticize this. Um, longtime caddy and NHL referee, golfer Ted Purdy, beach volleyball pro Ty Looms, all weighed in on X. Another benchmark in the dumbest rule in all sports. Yeah, I agree. Somebody else wrote, this is the stupidest thing. Every shot is televised. Mm -hmm. Come on, PGA, you're living in the dark ages. The tour is the most outdated league ever with all the modern technology. You can't even help keep score. 
And then this from uh, a member of the Ping Tour. There isn't a worse feeling in professional golf. It is expensive. It is embarrassing. I've done it twice on the tour. One of the times I got me and my amateur partner disqualified. Herb forgave me. I still haven't forgiven myself. And he even said, Spieth, afterwards, I take full responsibility. Uh, here it is. I signed an incorrect scorecard and okay. stepped out of the scoring area. For those of us who don't follow golf as closely as you do, why do you still have to sign the card? Because you are then signing to say, I am saying this is true and accurate. So I had a three, I had a four, I had a two, I had a five, and, and I had a two, I had a three. In the days before television, I can understand where you're coming from. This is an antiquated rule that is used to disqualify players who have really done it nothing It doesn't wrong. happen very often because there are so many ways to make sure your score is correct. And, mm-hmm. and if you ask Tiger Wood, he, he, was, he would tell you not only what his score is perfectly, but where every shot landed. And they're all good enough to do that, Scott. There, there's a rumor. Why do you have to sign the card? that one of the reasons there was confusion was because maybe there was a bathroom gastrointestinal issue going on where maybe he had to run in quickly and use the facilities. I forgot his score. No. and So he didn't check? He just signed and ran in and like, like let it go? Oh. Where will you be when your diarrhea kicks in? Signing my card. <laughs> That's the rumor. Maybe slide it okay. under the partition yes, or the it bathroom. Had, it had something yeah. to do with maybe we had to take a very quick biological break. Well, and, yep, that looks see, correct. This, I'm going to sign it. This and only proves how ridiculous this rule. It probably cost him $2 million. I don't know. This rule is ridiculous. It's antiquated. It doesn't belong in a modern sport. And quick, now it's a stain on his golfing career. <laughs> quick break, really? Yeah. Really? Oh, it was a stain. Well done. Thanks. <laughs> Dan Weinbaum has the news coming up in two minutes here on Dana and Parks. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.